Welcome to the Fitness Candor Podcast. Your host, Eric Feigl, will be bringing you the truth about exercise and the fitness industry. You'll hear from fitness professionals, exercise science professors and researchers, fitness industry entrepreneurs and leaders, as well as people who simply love to talk shop. Stick around after the show to learn how you can get your topic in an upcoming episode. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fitness Canada Podcast. Kristen DeAngelis joins us again for the eighth time. I don't know why I'm screaming. I'm sorry. I'm, it's really loud. I'm just super excited that I coaxed you into an eighth podcast, Kristen. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I'm so, so grateful to be here again. Uh, it's 100%, 100% my pleasure. So, Kristen, if you don't know Kristen, uh, obviously she's been on the podcast for eight times. So, I'll link to all of that uh, so you can get to know more about her and what she does. But basically, She's a registered dietitian, a reboot nutritionist, uh, a wellness consultant, and uh, like a plethora of other things. Uh, uh, you're certified in yoga, right? A yoga instructor. I, I teach lots of yoga classes. Yes. Yeah, lots of yoga. <laughs> like what you know, she's she's an astronaut in her spare time. She's got all sorts of stuff going on. But um, we're both coming off of uh, pretty epic vacations. You're more epic than mine, and. Uh, it's getting to be that season where people are starting to travel. So everybody's talking to me about what they should eat. And I'm sure you're hearing it like 10 times more than I am. Um, I get to hear more like, you know, how many ab exercises can I do in 30 minutes to get a six pack? <laughs> and uh, the answer is zero. It's all uh, in the kitchen. hundred percent in the kitchen. And people don't like hearing that though. But so people start to get their nutrition in check, their fitness in check. So they can go on this vacation. And, you know, if they're going to someplace warm, most people are. They can, you know, go into it kind of guilt-free. So um, with that, we thought it'd be cool to share what you and I do uh, in preparation for vacations because I think um, we're kind of in a, in a different category. We're, 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 all, we're so conscious about what we put in our faces and <laughs> what we do in the gym anyway that um, maybe we're not on the same spectrum as, spectrum as the people that we help, but, you know, those people are always interested. So first of all, Share where you went, and then maybe we can kind of go from there. And um, uh, I'd like for you to discuss a little bit about your a dietitian's go-to guide for healthy traveling that that you uh, that you recently posted. Yeah. So, um, well, I recently, literally two days ago, man, so grateful. <laughs> but I went to Italy, um, flew into Rome, went to Positano, Sorrento. So we were there for a little over a week, and it's so funny because everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, aren't you?" you know, so scared. It's going to be like bread, wine, and cheese. But I got to tell you, like everything is so fresh there. Um, everything's local. And the coolest thing about traveling with my family is that no matter if it was like a five-star restaurant, we always ordered communal style and we ate at the table and put the food. We just ordered a bunch of foods, put it in the center of the table. And that way, you know, I could eat more of my vegetables, whereas my sister had a little bit more of her pasta, but a little bit of my veg. So it was kind of a cool experience to have kind of um, some family time on our recent trip. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's a good call. The, and I, normally I'm like, this is my plate and this is my table. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but don't you like kind of want a little bit of the spaghetti? Like I don't want a whole plate of spaghetti, no, but I want yeah. a little bit of it. 
So it was, I, that, I loved that aspect yeah. of this communal style that we had going. Yep. So my wife and I, a few, this was a few weeks ago, not a couple of days ago, like you're back in the mix too. Like you just got off a phone call and jumped on a podcast. I'd still be like trying to recuperate and recover on the couch. But we went to um, Hilton Head, um, which, you know, is not as beautiful as where you were, but I can't imagine waking up and looking outside and seeing palm trees every day. Like that just blows my mind. And then fresh seafood every day. Um, but that was kind of like, that, that was our, that was our vacation. It was only four days. And then we kind of headed over to, um, to Asheville, North Carolina, where my dad lives. And of course that's a huge food place too, but, uh, we didn't do too many foodie things there. We just kind of stuck, you know, snuck in and snuck out. But, um, well, tell tell us a little bit more about, about the, the dietitian's go-to guide for, for healthy traveling and what that consists of, why you posted it and why you think that's important. Yeah. So I think it's, it's a great time to jump into kind of like, how did, did you and I, and especially as a dietitian, like how do I plan about going Mm -hmm. international um, on a trip? How am I going to keep kind of, again, those like second nature habits of the importance of nutrition? And um, again, what Eric's referring to is Roots Reboot. If you just go to rootsreboot.com, it's one of the first posts on our blog. And it's um, just a dietitian go-to guide for healthy snacks and things to take for on the go and for your travels. And so um, the biggest thing that we see from a nutrition standpoint are a few things. So when you are traveling, I'm just going to start right off the bat. Easy, but so important. Not really too easy, but simple. Um, Water. Hydration. Hydration is so, so key. Um, So make sure, like I'm literally showing Eric in our video, um, I keep my 32-ounce Nalgene water bottle with me at all times. Um, so make sure that you're, you're hydrating um, before your trip and bring it on, on the airplane. Um, and, then, and then also from a nutrition standpoint, what really happens when we go and we start to travel is a lot of those like packaged um, simple carbohydrates often get in and we forget about all the plants. And so we really want to try to think about, you know, are there ways to get any type of plant-based food into our diet. So anything with lots of color. So I'll talk about like fruits are obviously really easy that you can take on the plane. If you are um, going international, um, I'm just saying this because I just came from an international trip, you can bring anything you want there. It's just when you get off the plane, you can't bring anything into the country that you're going to. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously though, for domestic, like domestic flights, you can bring anything on the plane um, except for liquid. So that's why you're bringing your reusable water bottle. But um, again, as like kind of a dietitian go-to guide, water hydration is number one. Two is um, stocking up on any type of plants that you can bring with you. So again, that's fruit. Maybe that's vegetables. I'll talk about ways to get that in. Um, but also even things like beans or dried beans, nuts, seeds, these are all plant-based foods. And what that's going to offer us is a lot of fiber. And fiber is what's going to fill us up and help us feel less um, hungry and craving and, and, and less likely to reach for, um, you know, like the cookies. Oh my gosh, those mm-hmm. Biscoff cookies that they give you on the airplane. It's like, <laughs> all right, I already got my snacks here. I don't need the Biscoff. And you're cookies. trapped. You don't, yeah, you're trapped if you don't have snacks. I know you are. So, um, so yeah, so as far as like some different things, um, from a nutrition standpoint, it's the hydration plant-based foods, um, foods with lots of natural fiber, 
and protein as well. Back to one of the calls that we talked about, we talked about the importance of regulating blood sugar and that's where mm-hmm. making sure we have adequate protein and fiber always. So that's always what I'm going to come back to when I think of what's going to be a good snack or something to pack, it's going to have that combination of protein and fiber. So um, do you want me to jump into like some of my foods that I like and then you can share yours or? Yeah. So let, let's talk about um, like going into your trip. What are some things that you do that, that you prep with uh, like what you do as soon as you land kind of thing? Like do, do your habits change as soon as you get there? What do you look for? And and then you kind of share yours and, and I'll share mine. Cause I have some, uh, some things that we do that we prep for that are, that are like a must. Sure. Sure. Um, I think it's really fun for listeners to kind of um, listen to, to our go-to maybe brands or different things that we do. Mm-hmm. So I'll kind of go through that. Um, one of, I'll just give you like the easiest thing. Most people just reach for like a bar, right? And oftentimes bars don't really have, again, a ton of natural fiber, protein, and they usually have a lot of added sugars. So what I like to do is make my own quote unquote, like Lara bars. So by using a food processor and mixing really an equal part of nuts and some type of dried fruit, particularly dates work really well. It kind of Mm -hmm. makes like a paste and it it sticks together. Um, So you know, I went to Seattle, I guess, last month, and I brought this, and I know that I'm going to want something chocolatey or sweet. So I actually made chocolate Lara bars, and I just did almonds, cocoa powder, and dates, and that's all, and it's literally like a raw chocolate brownie. So you can yeah. pack those up. You can keep them in um, like a big Ziploc bag. You can press it into squares or roll it into balls. Um, if you don't want to go that route and make your own, you can just pick up the bars, of course. There you um, go. <laughs> so that's going to be easier, of course. Um, but but yeah, so it just kind of depends. But um, I'll just kind of run through bars to start. So if okay. you are getting a bar, um, trying to look for ones that are obviously the most least processed. Mm-hmm. And Lara bars are ones that only have nuts and, um, and dates. So those are the only ingredients in them. The next two bars that are some of my favorites are RX bars because yep. they have um, egg protein in them. And people are like, egg protein? Don't worry, you can't like taste egg protein. Um, but it's just a great way to like bump up protein and making sure that it has about 12 grams of protein and about five grams of fiber, which is a perfect pairing to get you to your next meal or whatever your next you know stop is gonna be. Um, and then the third, my third favorite bar is Thunderbird bars. Same concept. Have you heard of Thunderbird bars? No, but I just like the name. I know. They're (laughs) awesome. Same thing. It's really just nuts and dried fruit. So it's a really, you know, clean product um, and offers the same thing back to the plant-based nutrition. So um, the bars are really good. Another thing I'm kind of packing and people thought I would, I mean, who cares? I don't care if you think I'm crazy, but I know that we'll eat all of the food. And so I was packing, sure, I had my bars, um, but I also packed, you know, lots of different um, trail mixes, nuts and seeds. One of my favorite things to do for an, um, to take on the airplane, or really, like, I would do this for my ski trips, because you're going to save so much money. But I put um, oatmeal in a big Ziploc bag, I add cinnamon, I throw in dried fruit and nuts, um, maybe even if you want to, it's like add in protein powder. I've done that too. And just add it to a Ziploc bag. So it's literally just like a, your own 
instant oatmeal, right? So it's instant oats with, um, you know, whatever you want, whatever combo. And then just go to Starbucks or whatever coffee shop because they all give you hot water for free. And I've (laughs) even just done that like on the airplane. I say, can I have hot water and an extra cup? And I make my oatmeal and it's, you have a perfect meal that has both protein and fiber. If you're adding in like the protein powder um, or even just with your, you know, regular um, nuts or seeds that you can get the protein from that aspect too. So that's always a little, um, a fun one that I personally really love. Um, I have a few more. Am I talking too much? No, you're not. So I'm glad you brought up bars because what we do is we, I'm just thinking of our most recent trip because usually if we're, if we're going international, then you know, if we're going to like a resort, then we make, we make like a habit. And that's usually if we go international, that's kind of what we, we do. We go on resorts, but like, we'll, we will, um, we will just make do with like whatever's on their, their breakfast bars and things like that, which usually we try to pick like, you know, they'll usually have some kind of, some kind of meat, a couple of pieces of fruit, maybe some fish, you know, so we try to try to keep it as simple as possible. But anyway, so, but this last time, um, in the last podcast that, uh, we did, with uh, Stephen, we, we, we talked about um, RX bars and that's one of my go-tos and I keep those on hand. It's actually the first thing that's on, on my list I was going to mention. And uh, Melissa, not so much, but I, I might have, you know, if we're, if we're traveling and it's going to be like a 10 hour drive, like this last drive was, yeah. then I'll grab one of those and, and that's easy enough. Um, but we usually will pack a small cooler and just keep it right next to us. And so we've got our water and then RX bars um, and then we go to, we have chopped vegetables. So if we get to pull over at a, at a rest stop, we have chopped vegetables and we've got a, um, it now people aren't going to believe me, but it's the cleanest, like quote unquote deli meat that you can find. So there's no nitrates, no preservatives. It's at Costco. It's their brand. The, the issue is, and it's impacted in water. The issue okay. is, the issue is when you assume, when you open it, you've got like three days to eat it, and and it's bad, and you know when it's bad. So mm-hmm. we'll bring those that with us with the uh, Simple Meals crackers, and that's kind of like our lunch. What's the brand of the? It's it's a Costco brand. I don't know if the top... Costco is amazing. To be honest, it's... they have all these new products that have been coming out. They keep rolling out. When when Melissa yeah. found that that specific turkey, I'm like, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna eat that. Like it's you know, processed deli meat. There's gonna be all sorts of crap in it. Unless they're lying to us, there's like nothing in it but turkey and water. Yeah, that's the same thing. Um, Applegate Farms is another good yeah, deli Apple meat that doesn't have any nitrates. It's just turkey. And spices and salt. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you need salt to preserve it. But um, but yeah, speaking of Costco, I don't have membership to Costco, but um, my colleague dietitian does, and she's always like sharing lots of different products they have. Um, so the edamame packets is another mm-hmm. thing that I love, and I know that they sell them in bulk at Costco. So that's another good one to bring on a trip because yep. edamame, basically soybeans, it's the highest amount of protein um, per gram for like a plant-based source. So that's another good one. Um, but yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. What else? No, no, it's okay. No, no, Co- no, Costco. It's just, they're pretty incredible. But the, uh, but I, we'll bring along uh, the Simple Mills crackers with uh, Costco. And then no kidding, we'll bring like our own bottle of mustard and keep it in the cooler. And then we stop at like a, a rest stop. That's the quick lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, just some Simple Mills crackers. It's, all, it's almond flour crackers and some turkey. 
throw that on and we snack on vegetables and we'll take all of that with us. And we usually have enough to bring back on the way back. So we'll just throw it in the fridge whenever we get where we're going. Like last time we got the Hilton head threw everything in the fridge and we just know that it's in that cooler. That's for the ride back. You know, mm-hmm. so we kind of plan ahead that way. But uh, no, keep keep going. I really like similar to what you're talking about with the vegetables. Um, if you just get like the bag of baby bell peppers, that's mm-hmm. awesome because you don't have to chop it up. And um, any of again like carrots, um, cherries, baby carrots, a thing of cherry tomatoes, yep. and the bag of bell peppers. You don't have to chop or do anything. You just have to wash it. Um, and then I like doing that with um, hummus. So you can get like the mini hummus cups and that's great to, again, make it like more of a protein and fiber pairing. Um, yeah. if, if anyone out there does do dairy, obviously bringing like a yogurt, Greek yogurt, plain yogurt, huh? um, or, or cheese sticks, like little baby bell rounds um, or like a skim cheese stick that can help us, again, that protein pairing. Um, the other thing that you were mentioning, oh yeah, back to kind of you were doing the deli meat. Um, another good one, I guess we we got this when we were in Seattle, um, but they we also have it. Um, it's just more fresh, obviously, in Seattle. But smoked salmon. I mean, that's oh yeah, like good call. Amazing and just such a great again a great protein source. Um, so because yep, a lot of healthy fats. Yep, because yeah. it's smoked, it's already cooked. Um, so you can do something like that. Um, let's see, as far as also, uh, since we were talking about kind of like airplanes and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, yeah. just, or, or even just traveling in the car. Like I know we did our last podcast on meal prep. And so it's the same thing, whatever yes. you make yep. for a meal, just put it in Tupperware, um, or put it in glass containers or whatever works for you and just bring it again. I do the same thing. I literally bring a full on, like chicken and sweet potatoes and you know (laughs) probably not brussels sprouts or eggs because that's gonna smell but um but i bring those things on the airplane and and that's totally fine and you can do that um and that works that works great i think quinoa is a good um quinoa or brown rice with some kind of like roasted vegetable some kind of protein those things pack really well um and if you are i i I do personally love hard-boiled eggs so if you're in the car and (laughs) Dan makes me put down the window, but um, really, oh, I don't think they're. When, oh, they're not bad, Dan. Come when you on. when you peel, when you peel them, they kind of smell a little bit. But if yeah, they you smell like they smell like heaven. If you pre-peel them, if you pre-peel them and then put them in the fridge, it helps take out the odor. So that's a little tip. Yeah, just but, don't leave them in your car overnight, and you're fine. <laughs> I know. That's such a great, easy, easy protein, right? Yep. Easy protein. That's a good. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, like the the meal prep thing. You know, when you're going on a trip and you look in your fridge and you're like, what are we going to do with all, if you're, if you're prepping food or if you just have food in general, what are we going to do with this? Right. If you're not, if you're not flying, if you are driving, that's simple. Just bring that food with you. I remember there was a couple of times, like a couple of years ago, we make this uh, spaghetti squash and uh, beef uh, dish. Like just basically spaghetti is what yeah. how we do. Yeah. And I thought we ate it all. Probably Melissa packed it up and she brought it. so well. Us. Yeah, because it, it, it kind of like clumps together. Plus, we cook it with eggs, so it, it, you know, it helps it firm up. And next thing you know, I'm like eating this awesome dish at a, at a truck st- or, you know, at a welcome center somewhere. I'm like, this is incredible. I know, so, I yeah, know. Don't, you don't have to throw out all that food before your trip is my point. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, so, yeah, obviously having like any kind of cooked food. And, again, you can bring that stuff on the plane with you as long as you're not going to be eating it like in – 
12 hours and the food, you know, it's going to get warmer. So, but for the most part, um, that works really well. Uh, for me, before I went to Italy, I was literally running around crazy. And so I, I actually didn't have anything in the fridge, like too much mm. actual cooked food to bring. So I just went, um, we have a Mariano's here in Chicago. It's not, not really anywhere else, but I'm obsessed with Mariano's. It's a great store. Um, but Kroger, Jewel, Whole Foods, they all have prepared like salads or prepared, um, sometimes even prepared cooked food. But I just brought like two prepared salads for us and we had that for dinner. So again, kind of to walk you through the scenario of literally like a 24 hour time until we got to our end destination. Okay. You know, it was, um, I had one actual meal that I brought in the car on my, on my way to the airport. Um, I had my RX bar. Um, another thing that I recommend is bringing lots of different types of teas. So a, you're not, um, spending an exorbitant amount of, of money on like silly coffee drinks at the airport. Um, and also it's, it's great to help, uh, again, get in some of those important phytonutrients. So like green tea or really any type of tea, black tea, white tea, any type of tea. Um, but I always keep those in my bag cause it can also kind of help with cravings or if you feel like eating something, but really you just kind of want something to do if you're in the car for, you know, however many hours. So again, kind of, um, my scenario though. So I had my, um, my cooked meal. Then I had an RX bar. Um, I had some tea. Once we got on the plane, I had my like prepared salad that I had already brought. It was an overnight flight. So when I woke up in the morning, technically quote unquote, um, and I was in Italy, I had my oats and I asked for hot water, mixed that in. I had my water bottle the whole time. And then once we got to the end destination, um, then that will bring us into like our next conversation of like, okay, well now I'm able to get, okay, yep. maybe a more like full, uh, actual meal. And, and, um, typically for me, that's mostly vegetables with some type of animal or plant-based protein. Yeah. Those are good tips. So yeah. So let's talk about that next step because, um, and I'll share my experience first. So first and foremost, before Melissa and I go anywhere, um, we, we kind of scout out the area that we're going to be in. And that's not a bad idea. The things that we look for are, are going to be places to shop for food if we're going to be cooking in, which we typically do. I know it's vacation, but there's some nights where you just want to chill and like, you know, maybe just cook inside and hang out on your patio or whatever. And we'll scout out um, Whole Foods or whatever supermarket we can get to so we know exactly where we are. So we're not like freaking out and we get there and say, screw it, we're going to go out and get something else to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we make sure we have that. And that's our, that's our very first stop. Um, mm-hmm. This last time we were there, we swung, swung back to our um, a condo. We dropped everything off. We went straight to Whole Foods and we packed, we got everything else that we needed for. And we only cooked, we only like actually made one or two meals, mm-hmm. but we made sure we had everything that we needed. Of course, I picked up some extra LaCroix and uh, you know, things like that because <laughs> I had drank like six of them on the way down. Um, but then, but we also, we also will scout out places that have gluten-free options um, for people who are listening who maybe don't know. My wife um, has Crohn's disease, so she's very sensitive to gluten. And I mean, we'll go so far to ask them like, you know, do they have de- dedicated fryers? Those kind of things. If you're concerned about those kind of things, ask about those kind of things. Um, that can set you up for success. So usually if they do have those kind of options, then they're going to have, um, you know, a greater variety of foods that everybody can eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then even go, like, 
ask if they have like locally sourced veggies, um, where they get their, where they get their meat from. We didn't necessarily go that far this time. We didn't take it to that extent, but those are definitely questions that you can ask. We're lucky because when you go into to Hilton Head, we're going to guarantee we're going to get some good fish, some good seafood, which is basically all that we ate while we were there. Um, Melissa scattered out this awesome barbecue joint that had, um, that was, uh, had a bunch of gluten-free options, had dedicated fryer for their uh, French fries. People probably are freaking out right now. Like, oh my God, you had French fries? French fries are okay, depending on like the vegetable and the, the, the stuff it's cooked in and the amount that you eat. Like mm-hmm. it's a vegetable. Let's not, you know, freak out. Let's all remember that first. But uh, anyway, so we, we do like a strategic map of the area, wherever we're staying, and mm-hmm. we pinpoint the places that we want to go um, and, and we just, we make it work. That you brought up such a great point, And this reminded me, so I'm in Chicago now, but, um, my husband's family is, is from here, Chicago. And I used to live in Cincinnati. So we used to do this like Midwest five hour drive all the time. <laughs> and if you've ever done it, like there's, there's nothing, nothing. except for, Burger King and all these like fast food. I mean, really just like gas station stops. So, so two things. Okay. So one is if you are at a gas station stop, surprisingly, yeah. Okay. Not the best, but there's actually better options. Like I think I scored a kombucha at one of mine recently. Um, you know, there's, there's Greek yogurt, there's some fruit. Um, so there's some there's some things. Healthy but, truckers, nice. <laughs> but there's um what me and Dan always do is look up where's the closest grocery store. There's always a grocery store exactly. right off the exit. And it sounds crazy, but like we'll go in and we'll literally pick up a rotisserie chicken. Again, there's yep. probably some stuff on it, but whatever. I mean, we have the rotisserie chicken, we'll get some apples or whatever fruit. Maybe the, again, there's maybe there's a prepared salad or better yet if it's a treat there might be a whole foods and then you have the whole hot bar and i always get excited about that <laughs> yeah. yeah no that the rotisserie chicken's a good call and we even um when we first got first got into hilton head that's the very first thing we did was go buy whole foods we picked up uh, rotisserie chicken and yes you know if you're going back to the standards of of what we're talking about but eric you said not to eat anything you know it's not 100 clean okay fine but if if it has like a couple different things in it that you may not be used to eating, a rotisserie chicken is still going to be a better option than oh. a ton of stuff out there. You know, it, it's hard to go wrong. Those can be staples on to, for go-tos when you travel. Mm-hmm. If you find a place that's going to have rotisserie chicken, then boom, you, you've got that nailed down. So you just got to remember that. Yeah. I mean, I just can't stress enough. Like go to a grocery store. If you are driving, even if it's a three hour drive, go to a grocery store because you'll get healthier foods. It will be cheaper. There's not going to be as much like preservatives and processed things. And, and you have the control, right? It's, it's not yeah. a limited like $3 menu choice. Um, right. So that's what's important. But um, so yeah, I think the grocery store is really helpful. And the other thing that you mentioned is like, what do I do when I land? Yes. The first thing that I do, I literally go. am, I'm, I'm, you know, searching out, okay, where's the grocery store that I can pick something up on the way. Um, but I love using Yelp and I'll type in healthy restaurant, smoothie bar. I'll type in something to help direct me to finding some healthy choices, whether it is a restaurant or maybe it's just something that I can, you know, find a grab and go. Um, and so that's really helpful. There's, I've done a cross-country trip from New York to LA, and we were in 
Kansas in the middle of nowhere. And I found like a fresh juice bar. It was bizarre. But like weird. We, we made it a mission that every day, no matter where we were, we would find um, a juice to see if like we it's kind of like a challenge. Yeah. And we and we did it in the middle of like nowhere in all these random states. So it's it's totally doable. It's just um, having the resources, and if you have a phone, you have the resources. Yeah, <laughs> and you have, and, and like you said, you're making you're you're going everything that we're saying. I feel like people are thinking, so this doesn't sound like much of a vacation. Look at all the stuff you're doing. Look, if you you do it one time, and you've got it done, the rest every every vacation on, mm-hmm. and. A lot of people that I know, at least, they travel to similar areas, if not like the same location all the time. So they know, you know, the area. So you make the effort. Um, If you want to make it happen, you'll make it happen. If not, then you can keep going out and eating like crap the entire time. And when you get back in a week or two, and then you worry, and then you have to start from scratch. You feel like crap if you eat that stuff. You notice it immediately. Yeah, and, and, and it's a mental switch too. I mean, you're, you're taking out like, especially if you get to the very first night. If you set yourself up for success the very first night, the, the, the same day that you step out of the car, step off the airplane, set yourself up for the first day, and hopefully you, you got it made. Of course, like we're not saying, you know, you don't have to be so stringent to, to not let loose and have a couple cocktails and like try yeah. something you've ever had before. Go for it. Right, that's because part of it. Yeah, it's the it's the bigger picture we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So so you know keep that in mind. But um, okay, so so go on. You said you you step off the airplane, you find the the grocery I, store. Then sure, find a grocery store, find um, uh, whatever healthy restaurant, but make sure that you get something to eat because otherwise you're going to be okay. Now I need to you know drive another hour or two until I get you know whatever once the plane lands. So just make sure that again you have kind of a prepared plan. Um, But what I wanted to really share is um, back to you are on vacation, like you are going to enjoy yourself, but it's back to what you said of what's the bigger picture. And so Mm -hmm. I'll give you the example in the scenario when I was in Italy. And again, people are like, oh my gosh, bread, wine, and cheese. And and yes, like there was a lot of bread, wine, and cheese. But for me, like I... For me, like cheese and people are going to be like, what? But yeah, cheese doesn't really do it for me. So I'm just like, I'm just like, I will do the bread and the wine, but cheese is meh. And I'm just, I'm just not going to have it. No kidding. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of weird. So, but it could be like, you know, just prioritizing what are going to be kind of your splurges. What are you going to enjoy? And then fully enjoying it and not having any guilt on it. And so, yeah. I, Eric, I did this cooking class and it was amazing. Okay. It was, it was, it was so beautiful. And I wish I could just like, you know, transport myself there right now. But, um, but yeah, we made like uh, homemade focaccia bread, homemade pizza, eggplant, Parmesan, fried zucchini flour things. And the whole, the, and it was amazing. And it was just so fresh ingredients. Um, but the whole time, the couple right next to me, they're like, Oh, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna take me the rest of the week to burn this off. Like this is they'll they'll be saying, This is so good one second, and then the next second, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna eat the rest of the day. And and that's that's not what this is about. This is about um, you know, enjoy the food. And what's funny is like they ate the whole little homemade tiramisu and I, you know, really enjoyed it, but I had half. So maybe it's, you know, not putting 
again, those words of guilt and really fully enjoying the food. And when you're full, be okay with saying, yeah. okay, I can enjoy this and I can push it away. I think we get really stuck in like, oh, I'm, you know, in this part of the country and I'm never going to have this again. And, and I think there is, you know, something to that. Like, I'm going to try to eat all the fi- fresh fish I can like you did. But, um, but if you're seeing, you know, gelato, for example, like Dan had two gelatos a day. And I'm like, I think that's a little bit excessive. <laughs> um, boy, Dan. <laughs> but it's back to like, okay, are you enjoying it? And then once you've had enough, say, okay, it's, yeah. it's actually okay. I don't feel like I need to push myself past, you know, the 10 on the scale of one to 10 every time I can eat until I feel good. And then I'm okay with like packing it up. And especially if you have a fridge or anything, like I can't tell you many times I packed things up and just brought it back to the hotel room and had it, you know, either later on or when I got hungry another, you know, another time the next day. Yeah. There's, uh, do you follow a doctor? I'm going to hope I don't butcher his last name, Berardi from uh, Precision Nutrition. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, so he did. Uh, somebody on his team did a post about basically how to how to stop self self sabotaging your weekends, mm-hmm. which had a lot of. Did you have you read that one? Nope, but I could totally it, see where that's going. It's yep. so it's so it's amazing. I'll, I'll have to link that to the show notes too. But um, it, but it applies to basically it's, it's the same situation, right? Where where you're thinking to yourself like if you make. If you, if you have like that extra gelato or have like the whole tiramisu and then you think to yourself, well, the whole day shot, screw it. I'm just going to splurge. I'm going to binge. That leads to other patterns and not only leading to other patterns, but that puts like a a mental stressor on you that you failed Mm -hmm. and it's not a failure. Right. But you have to recognize in the moment though, if you do eat the whole tiramisu, the very next moment is another, another choice, another chance to get back to where you want to be, to back where your yeah. normal is. I don't want to say back on track because I don't think there's a track. There's not like one right choo-choo train flying down and you're on it and all of a sudden you fall off and you got to grab it again. It's just, it's a big wide road and you're going to vary from place to place. Everybody does it. And if you just, if you can recognize it and make the decisions before they happen, that becomes your norm. So whatever your norm looks like, you can go back to that. So it's a long way to say like, stop beating yourself up. For enjoying something. <laughs> Stop beating yourself up for enjoying something. Yes. And, yeah. and life is, is just choices. That's just one choice after another. Um, and and yep. just back to like what you were saying, I just think it's so great that you brought light to self-sabotage because um, the most, again, there, there's a vagus nerve directly innervating from your gut to your brain. And if you are stressed, or if you are feeling super guilty. So on vacation, you're not stressed, but if you're feeling so guilty in your brain, then in your gut, there's a part of you, there's, a, you know, there's, there's parts of, of when that food goes down, your body is actually not going to absorb it, digest it, assimilate it. It's, it's not going to metabolize it. And so again, it's back to like, feeling okay with the choices that you're making and really being in touch with just like what we talked about on our last call about um, physical or emotional hunger is Mm -hmm. um, just being in touch with like, okay, did I reach my past the limit point and being aware? Yeah. Being aware. And it might take people time to, to, to recognize that too, like what their limit is. 
Mm-hmm. Some people start, some people start at a point where there is no limit. They just, then that's, that's their norm. Just feeling like garbage all of the time. That's the norm. Well, I ate and I feel like garbage, but okay. So we're kind of diverging a little bit. Um, but let's, let's go from you're off the train, you had some to eat, you get, you know, let, let's go to like your full fledged three days into vacation. Yeah. Um, what, what does that look like? Let's just like, what does that look like for you and what can people take from that? Um, consistent meals. If you can try to be, um, on point with, with consistent, like don't, even if you had a big dinner the night before eat breakfast, or I know that you follow kind of a a different prescription there, but try to stay with the routine as much as you can with, um, eating breakfast, eating something big, because usually when you're traveling, maybe there's going to be a long day or a long stretch. Um, so starting off with, you know, eggs and fruit, um, maybe when we're in international, they always have different types of like, you know, meats, fish, different types of things. Um, but yeah, back to the protein and fiber um, is a big thing. Whenever possible, vegetables, right? So for me, I would always try to, we would always have a salad at the meal. And again, like I shared at the beginning is we shared communal styles. So and mm-hmm. really that's what my husband and I love doing anyways is, you know, I'll order maybe like a big salad and maybe he'll get a burger and, and then we'll split it. Um, so I think splitting things is really helpful throughout the week when you're traveling, um, ordering again, always, if you're going to have the pizza, have the pizza, enjoy it and get a salad on the side and drink lots of water throughout to help flush out all the sodium that you're getting. Um, so those are a few big points. Um, and then, and then bringing in, you know, the, the aspect of activity, Um, I mean, I ran probably, I could only run actually three days because the other part of our trip was on these just in, it just, it just wasn't possible. I was literally like on cliffs. I mean, of, of Italy. So, um, I couldn't run there, but, but I was walking 15 miles a day. And if I look in my tracker, it was a hundred hundred steps one day, hundred floors, sorry, a hundred floors. Okay, um, yeah. So just to share like how steep it is. And, and um, I think that's something fun to do on vacation too, of just see like, okay, what's my activity. So even if I'm not, you know, doing a run or there's not, um, you know, a gym, there doesn't need to be a gym. You could do push-ups, you could do squats, or you can just walk. And that's the great thing that, you know, being in the Mediterranean really reminded me of is that everyone just walks everywhere. And so um, if you do have an iPhone, there's um, the iHealth app. So we didn't have, you know, obviously we're not using our phones, but this is tracking. So as long as you have tracking on, it was kind of fun. At the end of the day, it was kind of like, oh, you know, how many steps or how many miles or how many floors did I get? And I'm looking, it looks like, Last Thursday, I did 150 floors and 11.7 miles. I mean, yeah, so it was kind of fun. Like we were, you know, at the end of the day, just kind of checking what did our activity look like. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, so I guess I'm, I'm in a different situation. I really wasn't going to talk about it, but I, I managed to get two workouts in while I was there. The condo we stayed in had, was attached to uh, the Hilton and it, it had actually had it wasn't great. It was probably, uh, I don't know how big the room was, like 500 square feet or something, but it had an entire dumbbell rack. It had a cable machine, a bench, and some cardio equipment. I was like impressed, but I'm, I'm a nerd. So I was kind of like, I wonder what kind of workout I can get in there. So, so, so me and Melissa went in and we did like a 30, 40, 45 minute um, strength workout, super hard. Uh, and then I think, I want to say that was in the morning sometime. But like for us, 
at least for me, that like sets my, that sets my mental focus. So if you are a very active person, continue, continue some sort of activity and get, maybe get that out of the way. It kind of puts me in the mind, in the frame of mind, like, you know, I don't want to ruin the workout that I had. Not that I'm, and I don't like, I I don't even like saying that because I, I have some weird feelings towards like the ruining of workouts and things like that. But, um, there are different, there are different ways to put yourself in more, more of a state of, um, help me think of it. It's like just be awareness or there's gotta be a different, I feel like I've used awareness like way too much, but there's gotta be a different word for it. But you, 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 you set yourself up for a state of awareness to where you do go out. You already feel good because you worked out. Maybe you got some relaxation time on the beach. It's or, kind of like a pulling behavior. It kind of pulls you in the direction of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if, if I wouldn't have done that and just wouldn't, you know, if I would have talked myself out of it, cause it was already in the back of my head, like I'm going to go work out, I'm going to go work out. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't do that, I, I probably would have been, I probably would have been one of those people who just said, screw it the rest of the day shot. So if you're already in that frame of mind before you leave vacation and I get, and I'm not saying that you have to work out on vacation, but if it's something that you can see yourself doing, cause I'm, and I'm, I'm in favor of not doing anything on vacation, but relaxing. It's good to let your body rest. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you're, you don't feel beat up and you do that, get to stick with your somewhat of a normal routine for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I like to do is maybe you're not, again, you're kind of toning things down. One of the first things that I also look for is a yoga studio. And I keep um, MindBody app on my phone and mm, pull yeah. up MindBody app and see, okay, what's my location? What's the closest to me? What are, what's on the schedule? And just do a drop in. Um, back in the day when I used to do CrossFit or if someone does like Orange Theory or, you know, there's some of these like gyms that if you have a routine with following some certain, you know, style of a workout, mm-hmm. there's lots of like drop-in gyms that you can find. But that's something that I'm always, you know, looking for because um, it's just great to like learn from other people too. For me as a yoga instructor, I so value going to a different location and mm-hmm. learning what's the style that they have here. Um, and that's just a great thing to incorporate into a vacation because maybe it's again, a little bit more relaxed. You're not getting too sweaty. Um, if you're doing maybe like a yoga or, or something like that. Um, so it's, you know, something else that I definitely, um, do personally and find it really helpful. Yeah. And you know, and not that everybody travels to the beach, but uh, my wife and I tend to, to gravitate towards the beach. But if you go to those kind of places, more than likely you can find like a community of people who will have those kind of things on the beach. And then there's always a uh, personal training studios who, who deal like if you're in a, in a high traffic area with a ton of um, uh, travelers and you can definitely find places that will accommodate, will, that will sell you like, you know, a, a two day pass to come get training or, you know, to use their gym at a discount. Like those places are available. That's the best part about traveling yeah. because you're a new student. So you right. get the free week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on in. Yeah. I'll be back in next year. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So I think those are all really good, um, really good points and things that I personally find it to be really helpful. Yeah, definitely. So I, I think we hit on a lot of good information about um, what to think about before you leave on your vacation, uh, some things to do, whether you're flying or driving, um, definitely some things to do as soon as you get to your location. I, I know you're working on, on something that's coming up very soon. Can you share that for uh, the audience? 
Yes. So I don't know when exactly this might be posted, but um, Tuesday, oh shoot, Tuesday, I think it's the 22nd. Um, yeah, 22nd. Tuesday, May 22nd at 6 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to be doing a free webinar on healing our relationship with food and this is going to be so so critical for some of you that are you know often stress eating binge eating you're you know opening up the cabinets left and right at nine o'clock at night or three o'clock in the afternoon um, so we're really gonna I'm gonna show you and walk you through my four step strategy and helping to address um, you know why and really getting to the root cause and providing a solution um, to again healing our relationship with food. So again, that's next or Tuesday, May twenty second at six p.m. Um, I think Eric, you said you posted in the in the um, show notes. But if you just go to yep. roots rootsreboot.com or you can follow Roots Reboot on Instagram um, or Facebook, and we'll have all the the details posted there too. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So there's one thing that I've started to do uh, recently, um, and is and I'm kind of putting you on the spot. So so, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you a couple seconds to think, but uh, what is one personal habit? And it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, you know, a diet related, nutrition related or fitness related, but what's one personal habit that has been recommended to you by somebody that you respect? I know that's kind of deep. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's great. Um, I mean, someone who I respect, I'll just say like all of my yoga teachers, all of my gurus, all of my um, influencers in my past 10 years of teaching. And for the longest time, I would practice the physical aspect of yoga, yet it was really hard for me to actually dedicate time to practice meditation. And I will say consistently, um, every single day, except for I didn't do it in Italy, but since January, and, and now that I've gotten back, I've been doing it every morning, um, I will set, I'll put my phone on alarm alarm mode first thing in the morning before I do anything else. And some days it's three minutes, some days it's five minutes, some days it's 10 minutes. And a couple times I've worked myself up to 20 minutes. But for the most part, it's literally a seven minute, just quiet breathing. Hmm. Um, sometimes there'll be, you know, a mantra or a phrase or something that will help guide me. But I've been, um, yeah, really awesome. been trying to dedicate time to meditation and um, really trying to just make it a habit in that morning. That's a really good idea. Yeah. So just getting your mind in a quiet place before like the hectic, hectic starts. Yeah. I, awesome. It's, it's transformational. So I know it's, it seems like, oh my gosh, I'm just sitting here. What's, what am I actually doing? <laughs> but that pause opens up so many larger like space is created in your day because you have pause for those five minutes it's it's really really cool that's a good personal habit thanks for sharing that yeah thanks for asking <laughs> Kristen. it's in the books we're almost at 10 so we'll get there pretty <laughs> soon and you'll I still i'll just give you a virtual high five you still you will win nothing at all <laughs> but uh, uh well, well cool i'll I'll link everything uh, to the show notes and um, where can people follow you personally uh, along with, uh, I'll, I'll post everything for, for uh, Roots uh, Reboot, but what about yourself? 
Yeah. So, um, Instagram and Facebook are probably the best ways to get in touch with me or my website, but, uh, Instagram handle is KD wellness. Um, okay. and same thing for my website is Kristen DeAngelis wellness.com. But if you just find me KD wellness and then, um, the platform that I work with, uh, I do individual consults. I do webinars. I have a few group courses, online courses coming out soon. And nice. all of that is going to be on roots reboot. So roots reboot.com and, uh, the Instagram handle and Facebook is at roots reboot. Awesome. Great, Kristen. I appreciate it. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to suggest a topic or be a part of the show, get in touch with Eric on any social media platform at Eric Feigl or email fcp at ericfeigl.com. Make sure to check back every Tuesday and Thursday for more fitness candor.